Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Episode 46, Party of Five with Jennifer Howard. You're listening to The Race for the Ring, a podcast about dating in the digital decade. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm a PR queen, a published inspirational author, motivational speaker, mom, and dating diva. Each week, I'll have a special guest dish dating dilemmas and delights with me, and together we'll maneuver how to play the game, not get played, and claim the most prized possession, self-love. Ready, set, go. Hi, everybody, and happy, happy new year. It is officially 2021. So excited to be saying goodbye to horrendous 2020. We have the promise of a new vaccination. We have the hope of the spring and the summer when, fingers crossed, the world will somewhat go back to normal and open up and we can hug and kiss and love and date normally and all of the above. So I have a big treat for you today. She is actually a very dear friend of mine um, and she is um, a go-getter. She has incredible backbone. She is someone that left a marriage, went back to school, got a master's degree, put herself through school while she was going through her divorce, raising three children, had another baby, left another unhealthy relationship post-marriage and is now in another relationship that has a lot of promise and very, very healthy for her and her family. We're talking a lot about dating with kids, how to kind of juggle the whole dynamic, how and when to blend children into a new relationship, the introduction of perhaps other children in um, a relationship from your new frown partner, so to speak. And just basically like how to deal with kids um, apprehensions, perhaps children's um, feeling of uncertainty and also discontentment that you are in a relationship, but also honoring yourself and um, being true to yourself and also explaining to the kids that you also deserve to be happy without doing it in a selfish manner. So, (coughs) excuse me, I am super excited to introduce Jennifer Howard. Hey, Jen, this is fun. I know. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. We're recording this on the cusp of the new year. Can you believe? Are you so ready for 2021 to come pouncing in? Yep. I'm ready to say peace out 2020. 
I know, me too. All right, so this combo is all about dating with kids. We're calling your episode Party of Five because you plus your four angels make five. Hence, I remember that show back yes. in the day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, <there we> go. <laughs> this is a fun little fact before we get into the meat of the show. Did you know that I and my sister Carolyn were in a movie with Scott Wolf? Did I ever tell you that? No, I had no idea. Yeah, we played street people. <laughs> Were you like extras or did you actually? Yeah, I actually needed to get my SAG card because I was cast in um, a national game show. I, I don't even know if I ever told you this story. <laughs> There's lots of things. Like we have to un- keep on killing these onions, um, <laughs> the ugly onions of my life. I'm just kidding. No, but um, I was cast to be in a game show when I was in TV news. I was supposed to be like the talking Dana White and I was in it with this uh, pretty well-known actor named Walt Willie from All My Children. He played Jackson Montgomery and we shot the pilot and it got picked up by Buena Vista and it was like supposed to be like this hit and then unfortunately 9-11 came and it didn't ca- it didn't happen but I needed to get my SAG card to, to do the pilot so I did a bunch of gigs as extras and Carolyn wanted to do it too because of him like we had like a crush on him so like, yeah he was adorable yeah, he's still pretty cute. He's short, I haven't though. seen him in a long time, like, on anything, so. No, I know. I think he, like, I'm trying to remember what the movie was called. Oh, Emmett's Mark. He was Emmett. He was, like, a police detective, and it was, like, a murder mystery. It took place in. You'll have to post, a, you have to post yeah. a clip of you. I know. I, show, I, I will. I also have my really funny picture of Carolyn and I framed, and we shot it. it this is so not what the show is about, but like really fast. I think my <laughs> listeners will find this hilarious. We, she shot it in like June, and it was like a really hot day in June, but the film took place in the dead of winter, so we were dressed in like this really heavy coats and like winter clothes and gloves and scarves, and we had to act like we were cold. <laughs> like you were cold. Oh my gosh. I was like dripping sweat. I was. <laughs> okay. I, I realized I don't. I hate. I love acting, but that wasn't for me. Okay, now, um, but we do have to act a little with our kids, so that was a good segue to that, right? We act like, act like authoritative. Yeah, yeah, put on our yeah our get Emmy Award nominations for some of our performances. <laughs> I was thinking this morning how much I lie to my kids about stuff, but yeah. What do you know? You know about? what I mean? Well, no. Even when it comes down, no, to- I don't know what you mean. <laughs> You know, like even when it comes down to, you know, Santa Claus and like, oh yeah, stuff like that. And then I guess I lied about, I don't know. I didn't want the, I didn't want my littlest one to do something. So Uh I just completely was like, oh my gosh, no, it just doesn't work. You know, (laughs) because I needed the toy to like stop. Yeah. I used to tell my son, um, I used to tell him. I don't even know what I would tell him. Like, you're going to get sick if you eat that, or you're going to like, you could die if you like touch that. (laughs) Yeah. Come out of our mouths quite a bit. I know. All right. So there are lots of fun to add to the mix with dating. Dating's already challenging already. Right. And then you toss in like some, some fabulous children into the mix and it can make for, you know, somewhat of a timely and, you know, cumbersome situation. Before we get into how you juggle it all, why don't you share with everybody a little bit about your background, um, professionally a little, what you, you know, what you do for a living if you want, and then also a little bit about your history, like your divorce and like, you know, stuff like that. Okay. Well, um, 
believe it or not, today would have actually been my 16th wedding anniversary. Oh, that's right. I got married on New Year's Eve. I had a huge... That's right. I forgot. Yeah. How does that make you feel um, before we get into that? Like, you know, you a little sad and melancholy on your... For years, I did. For yeah. years, I felt really sad. So what I did on those years, because my ex-husband and I still get along mm-hmm. really well... More so, I think more so just because of the kids and we've known each other since we were really young. I would text him and, um, and say, happy anniversary. Thank you for my babies. Oh, that's really um, sweet. Well, yeah, because I, I really felt like if it hadn't, hadn't been for our union, I wouldn't have had my gorgeous kids. So I took it as that opportunity. And then he would kind of, if I like didn't one year, he would then text me. Um, on those anniversaries and thank me for everything I do for the kids and stuff like that. So it ended up actually being like a nice thing. Um, Yeah. And then it's kind of interesting. I would say that this is the first year I have felt, and I guess we have been split up for maybe like seven and a half years. Really? mm -hmm. Okay. And, And this is the first year that I just it really doesn't phase me at all that this was my anniversary. I even you made a joke forget? to my kids about it because my kids, you know, because me and their dad get along so well, yeah, they, they can take those jokes. Yeah, so I, if I said something to them yesterday. I said, cause my, my oldest two, so I have four kids. I have, um, I have a, I have four girls. I have a 15 year old, a 13 year old, a nine year old and a 22 month old. It's a lot. It's a lot of estrogen in that house. Uh, yeah. It's very overwhelming <laughs> yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because I have the four of them and, um, uh, where was I going? Oh, so yesterday we went, we did some shopping and I said to them, I said, Oh, tomorrow would have been mine and daddy's 16th wedding anniversary. And, um, I said, well, that didn't work out so hot. Did it? (laughs) (laughs) And again, I can only joke with them about that because I mean, I just spent Christmas Eve and Christmas with my ex-husband. So yeah, you have a really nice relationship. It reminds me a lot of mine with my ex-husband, which is nice because it makes it a very easy situation. I mean, we joke like that with the kids all the time about like silly things when it came to our marriage and stuff so it's not like taboo like where we can't talk about it yeah I, so. I, my kids ask me tons of questions still but well julian more than my daughter about um like just what it was like with being married to daddy and i tell them like funny stories of things that happened when i was with their dad and i don't know whatever it's part of your life so right, right. it was That's, a huge part yeah, yeah. And, and it's you know i do think you have to look back in it you know on it with like very grateful like mm-hmm. mind because mm-hmm. it shaped you and turned you into who you are today. Absolutely. Obviously, as you said, it gave you your children, but it also gave you so many gifts that you have and you're independent, well, you have your career now, like you have right. a lot of other things that you wouldn't have had right. probably had you right. not had I that. Mean, I, got, I got married when I was 23. Yeah. So so I was so young. And then yeah. I had my first baby uh, at 24. Wow. So I think what I was doing at that point, I was like living in Louisiana, I think. <laughs> My dog. Well, you you were know. doing your career thing. I went the other way. I, I knew I always wanted to be a mom. And I think honestly, that was like my first goal more than anything else in this world was to be a mom. So when I got married, I mean, we didn't mean to get pregnant so soon, but I did. And, um, and then it was just, we both came from the same philosophy that, you know, you stay home with your kids. 
Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. And the problem with that was that uh, that stripped me of me. Yeah. I don't regret being home with my children for 10 years, but um, it absolutely changed what I teach my daughters. Yeah. Yeah. About how to be like independent and always you know, have, be, like, their have own your career, career first and all of that. Mm-hmm. Because then when it was time for me to leave my marriage and I knew this for a while, but when it was time for me to leave, I was very stuck. Yeah. I didn't have any money. I didn't have a career. I had gone to college, but I mean, my bachelor's degree was in pre-law and psychology. There wasn't anything I could really do with that. And I didn't have any, you know, past job history to go on. So nobody wanted to hire me when I tried to get jobs. So what I did at that point, and I had the three small children at that point, is um, I, I, you know, I kind of thought to myself, which career would suit me best to be also be a full-time mom at the same Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. And, um, and teaching really seemed to be it because I volunteered a lot at my kid's school and I really loved it. And I loved the atmosphere. So I put myself through a master's of teaching program while being alone with my three little girls. And wow. I, I, I know I look back and I'm like, how in the world did I do yeah, that? I don't know how you did all that. That's amazing. So did you go back to school after you left your husband or yes. before? Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. No, I had already, uh, yep. I separated with him right before I started back in school. That's amazing, Jen. I mean, I think that's so commendable and just very inspirational to our listeners that, you know, you had the wherewithal to do something like that. I have a lot of friends that, um, not a lot, but I have a handful, I should say, of um, mommy friends. I call them my friends with the the kids, Mm -hmm. the mommy friends that are not always in the best marriages. And they've confided in me that they don't know if they're going to stay forever, but, you know, they feel stuck like you were saying. And I'm always like, you can do it. It may take a little longer, but you have to put a game, a plan in place and put one foot in front of the other, you know, but I always say that for me too, like having my company was a saving grace because I had financial freedom and independence and I did, I could just do what I, not like you do whatever you want, but I didn't feel stuck. I felt like I could leave when I wanted to. I think that that feeling of feeling stuck is the worst feeling in the world. And I think that's why so many people just kind of give in and stay, but all you're really doing is pushing off the inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. All right. So let's talk a little bit about, so you went back to school, you became a teacher, you're, you got your master's degree, you're a successful teacher. Now you juggling, obviously being um, a virtual teacher, I guess, with having kids at home too. That must be yeah. fun. <laughs> luckily, luckily the older ones can, can hang. They can yeah. do it. And the yeah. little one, I have to send her to daycare because there's no way in this world. No. <laughs> do that. no. Maybe off your Zooms and stuff in like a second, a minute to go by and touches your computer probably. Yes. Yeah, yeah, she's a busybody. She's adorable. But yeah, yeah. She got her mind of her own, that one. Um, so, so tell me a little bit about how you managed to have like a social life, dating life with having these five or four. <laughs> I just gave you a fifth one. <laughs> no, thank you. You know, I'll tell you in the beginning. So I've been fortunate that, you know, my second like serious relationship that I had, it was with somebody that I knew. Mm -hmm. Before? uh, Y'all were friends before? um, Yeah. Yeah. We had known each other. So when we started dating... Um, like my children already knew him, but the problem is my older two weren't ready 
to have for you to for be me in a relationship. To be. Mm-hmm. So what and did you, how did you handle that? Like, what did you do? Well, I had them in therapy. Uh huh. And, um, I mean, that helped. And then honestly, it's just kind of a time thing. Yeah. I don't, you know, um, I tried to always point out like the positives of situations, but I just really think, well, in the end, I think it's because that person wasn't for me. That and they were, that they were reluctant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's hard because in the moment you didn't realize that and you want to be an adult and make adult choices for yourself, right. but you also want to be sensitive and honor the feelings of your children and make yeah. their transition as smooth as possible too. Yeah, and I have, hard. I have, you know, semi-honest conversations with them saying like, you know, mommy really deserves to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, and unfortunately, and what did they say? What did they say when you said that? Did they, were they receptive or they were, did they push back? Well, no, they were. I would say that's when they kind of lightened up a little bit on me because they were very harsh. I would say more so towards me. They weren't harsh towards him, but yeah. they were more harsh towards me. Um, very angry with me, I would say, and. Once I kind of, you know, I had to put my feelings out there and tell them like, you know, mommy really deserves to be happy. And I really would like you to be happy for me and happy with me. And like, let us just enjoy this. And I also had to reassure them because my marriage did not end well back then. Mm -hmm. I had to reassure them that mommy was stronger now. And I was never going to put them in a position again, like they had been in. And that was really key for my kids. They were worried that the, the demise of your marriage was going to basically be duplicated in the relationship that you were presently in. That, oh, yeah, tough. I would say so. And it's kind of interesting because to look back and to see that they were like, you know, eight years old, like telling me that, that they were, you know, so scared in that way. And they didn't really have anything to be really fearful of. But, um, you know, you don't know what goes through the minds of your kids. Yeah. Well, they're still like their minds are young and they're still very impressionable. And they probably only had to go by their history of what they experienced. You know, they weren't. So it's whatever they already knew, I would think. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a psychologist. Exactly. And I think they could also sense from me that, yes, I had like these goals with going back to school, which is what I was doing. But I think they also felt very um, kind of... um, unstable because Mm -hmm. of that. It's like, whoa, Mm -hmm. like we had such huge changes take place very quickly. Like with me going, you know, I was a stay at home mom. Then all of a sudden I'm like, we move out and, and I go back to school. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It was a lot of changes, but the really, really positive thing. And, um, is I would say even over the past few weeks, like my, my oldest daughter, who's 15 had some really deep conversations with me, telling me all the things she's realized, um, from watching me over the years and how much stronger she's seen me get. And that's amazing. What did she say? What were like some of the like three bullet points that stuck out? At one point she said to me, she said, I'm, I'm so happy that you finally see your worth. 
Oh my God. That's that was profound. Like yeah. Well, actually she said that right before she even turned 15. Yeah. Um, so she said that when I had left my previous relationship that I was in for years after my marriage, uh-huh. she said that to me. And then, um, within the past few weeks, she was just noticing some things in her, you know, cause she's now starting with like dating and talking yeah. to boys and things like that. And she was noticing some things that she was doing that were kind of repeating some of the things that I did. Really? And, like not, let, like not stand up for herself or like giving like- too many chances hmm. when somebody didn't treat her nicely. Mm-hmm. And it was really great for her to bring that up to me because I mean, I can't believe she's even kind of like thinking along those lines, but it was really, um, I was able to tell her, you know, like be honest with her and, and just say that there were, that probably one of the only things that I really, really regret is kind of not doing things sooner. You know, you mean some leaving of my that bad relationship? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leaving sooner. But again, that went back to the stuck feeling and, and all of that. And, but it's, it's good because those honest conversations, like she's seen how much I've grown, you know, as a person and to be her mother and to see how strong I've gotten and everything I've accomplished while being a mom to them, um, is really only helping them, you know, I, yeah, I know we try our best and sometimes we really like fail at a lot of things, which I have done, you know, a good we thing. all have failed many but, times, but if yeah. you learn from that, it's not really a failure. Well, right? Exactly. That's my point. Like you fail, but then you get back up and you, you know, you do better. And, um, you know, I said to somebody the other day, they were saying how close the girls were with me. And I said, that's because I'm their person, you know, like I'm their person. I've always been their constant yeah, that's awesome. So, so the likelihood is slimmer that they'll re- make these. Not that you made mistakes, because it's it's time involved. Right, me too. Yeah. Like my my daughter, um, I think she'll always work like I did. But I, she made a comment. I think she was kidding, but I like corrected it immediately. She's like, "I'm not." We were talking about something about what she wanted to do when she graduated high school, like where she wanted to go to college, and maybe like what she wanted to eventually do, which is still you know, out for discussion. I don't think she really knows yet, but she was like, I'm just going to marry a rich guy. And I was like, ah, you can do that, but (laughs) you're always working. (laughs) You're never not like you can take a little break when you have a baby, maybe and raise them. I mean, that's one thing I regret not being able to do. Having a business was like really being like, although I will say this, like, but the, this past year being like more remote than ever, I've been spending a lot of time yeah. with my children. So I'm like, Oh, I'm making up for lost time. And they were, well, I think this year in that way has been a gift. I've loved, even though my kids drive me crazy at times, just like everybody's, you know, yeah. You know, but, but altogether, like it's almost been like stay at home, mom, take two. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Cause they're there all the time. You don't really, yeah. Although my son, I ship out. Who's <laughs> goes to school. Put your mask on. Anyway, no, but he comes home half day. So I get him for the other He's half. So right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about your, um, so when you ended your second relationship, your first like relationship post-marriage, right? right. Um, and then you're single and you met someone new. It's funny, Mike, where you're like, 
obviously like a sister to me and like our kids are more like cousins than friends, I think. So when you started dating this person um, and the kids, like, I think I told them or what, I don't remember that you had this new boyfriend and they're like, Chen gets boyfriends fast. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I was like, oh my God. I love that. I love that. Well, it just happens to be, it's so weird. And in some ways I do think it's kind of like a karmic or cosmic thing, kind of like how what's meant to happen is going to happen, like a synchronicity type of thing. But um, this is also somebody I have known for a while. And, but there was never, I I didn't know that it was ever going to turn into anything that was never in my head, never a thought. And then, um, and then I started running into him after I ended my my previous, you know, relationship. Mm-hmm. You broke up with your boyfriend. Yeah. With, yeah. Yeah. With my boyfriend. And um and things just took off. And they took off very quickly. Um, in a good way. Well, how did you juggle the kids when they didn't know you were dating someone or they knew but you weren't in a position or ready to kind of melt the families yet? Like that kind of thing. How did you do that? Like would you like you have your kids a lot more than I do. I, I have my kids 50% of the time. You have your kids probably, I'd say 70 or 80% of the time. I would yeah. think. So my older girls only go to their dad one night a week. Right. Right. Cause so, it's job and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, in some you have, ways that makes me need to introduce somebody a little sooner. Yeah. Because you have no, I have time. no time. Yeah, yeah. I had no time. Now my, you know, I had a, I had a baby in my previous relationship, the one for right. 22 months. And, um, so she goes like in every other weekend type of thing. Um, yeah. so sometimes I do have an entire weekend without her, which is right. helpful because right. having right. her is a completely different situation. And, you know, that's really different when you're in a relationship with somebody and their kids are grown, which is the situation yeah. I'm in. Yeah. So those kind of, you know, that, that takes a lot for that person to say, okay, I can start over Change again. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Pick up, pick up food off the floor. No, I know it's hard. It's hard. It's definitely, especially when they're not biologically your children, but like, obviously he's sweet and I'm sure has a lot of like warmth and love for her. But nevertheless, that that's just a lot of time for you, not having a lot of spare time to give to yourself, let alone another person. Like I often find for me, even though I only have them 50% of the time, the 50% I don't have them is when I cram in work stuff that like have to be a hyper focus on um, anything in regards to my writing and book and blah blah blah, like all kind of groups into work, right? And then um, spending time with friends, and then spending just downtime with myself, which is important too. So then I find that it's really hard to even squeeze in like a minute to like go on a date, let alone you don't even have the same well, of free time I have. No, if you will. and COVID on top of it. Yeah. I mean, there's no such thing as really going out. Oh, well, right. I'm talking for about dates. Like, oh, I know, but I'm talking about with this newer. Yeah. Like there's really like no such thing. I mean, so, um, you know, things well, just right, got introduced. You guys met in COVID. I mm-hmm. forgot about that. Yeah. So you've really never gone out on like normal dates with him or anything. Not really. I mean, maybe here or there. 
Yeah, but nothing, but... nothing like you would normally where you might like go to a nice restaurant. That doesn't yeah. really happen. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, yeah. You, know, but you do your best, I think, to just carve out that time. I mean, I, I feel like probably everybody else does. I, I just feel like there is just not enough time yeah. in the day in general or you know, in a weekend or whatever. I mean, because even on the weekend, I have to get stuff done while I don't have my toddler. Yeah. No, I know it. I know it's hard. It's With very bigger hard. girls, it's different. Yeah, because them, you could probably leave home. I can just leave them home yeah. and they kind of are to the point, I would say they've gotten to the point in the past six months is, you know, they, they kind of want to be like, you know, left to their own devices or mm-hmm. whatever. But they've yeah. also, I would say it helped that they have grown mentally or more, you know, in a maturation type of way, um, that they're very accepting of, you know, my new situation. And I think because in their heart, they feel like this is a really good, healthy situation. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, they're really open with me on their feelings about everything. So yeah. And they also, you know, have said to me, they also know that if for some reason this doesn't work out, like we're going to be fine. Exactly. Because you've been through it and they've seen that you were able to handle things and you're independent you're like, you know, you're strong and you know, you got, you got it. So that's awesome. What about his family or his children? Like, what have you guys introduced? Like, what does that look like in general, in terms of introducing like the two sides of children together Um, and all that? So, um, that's a little bit more difficult because his situation, uh, his marriage ended not like terribly long ago. Okay. Um, I mean, way before I met him, but still like, he's, it's still, he's recently fresh. divorced. Yeah. 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 It's still too fresh for his kids, even though they're older. So they're having a harder time. Okay. Accepting things. And I think that that's not what we expected considering they were older. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, I kind of thought my kids would be the problem, <laughs> But for once, my kids aren't giving me a problem. That's good. <laughs> I'm grateful for that for once. Um, but I think that, um, I, I think, you know, it, it's going to happen. And, you know, his one child is okay with everything. So I'm hoping that will help the other two. I'm sure it will. I'm sure mm-hmm. it will. it's just a matter of time. So you're not there yet, I guess, to answer my question, like in terms of like doing things to go, okay, that's fine. It's, no, it's, because they, one day at a time. they don't want to do that. Okay. They will, the big, which is so, again, so odd to me because I never thought in a million years they would want to add to their, they didn't even want me to have a baby. You know, my youngest. Oh, really? <laughs> Oh, yeah, they didn't want me to have her. They were very upset that I was having a baby in a new relationship. And, you know, they were worried like, oh, my gosh, she's not our, you know, biological sister. Well, first of all, yes, she is. Yeah. You, know, you have to see mother. And second of all, you know, I have two brothers who are adopted. So I had to, like, go through that with them. Like, the blood part doesn't right. matter right. anyway. No, but they, it doesn't had to do with them just not trusting that relationship. And they felt like I was getting in deeper than, than what they felt comfortable with. But that all went away too, you know, with the kids. I mean, everything is really like a phase in life mm-hmm. from the time they're babies to the time they grow up, everything they go through is like a phase and you just, 
you get through it. Sometimes you just have to grin and bear it because there's been tough times. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of in it right now with my older one. <laughs> She's like so pleasant all the time to me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I know. Ugh. Um, all right. So my next question, Jen, because we're actually running out of time, believe it or not, um, is basically like for our listeners out there who have children who are dating, like, I know there's no rule of thumb, but what would you say is the best way to ease a boyfriend or girlfriend into the family dynamic? Um, not necessarily when you should, but how should you broach the subject with your kids and like, is there any like a certain setting or did you do like an activity together so that they would um, maybe like meet the person, like that kind of thing? Is there any advice that you might offer? I would say my my biggest advice from over the years is number one, it needs to be, you know, you got to make it fun. If, mm-hmm. you know, when you're talking about younger kids, I think you definitely have to make it not just young, young kids. I mean, even like, you know, teenagers, mm-hmm. like make it fun and have it be like light. So there's not that pressure there. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say in the beginning, we did a lot of like ice cream dates. Oh, that's fun. And things like that where they're short. Yeah. 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 Short and sweet. Um, but you still kind of get to see the dynamic and, um, and all of that. Um, you know, and I think, you know, honesty, I mean, I think, you know, granted, you don't want to tell your kids everything because that's not appropriate either, but you definitely want to be honest to a certain degree because your kids need to realize that you're a person too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're human, you're a person, you know, you're allowed to move on and you're allowed to be happy. And, and then of course, for older teenagers, you know, they need to realize that, they're going to move on and have a life. Yeah. And you have every right in this world to also have your own life and to kind of build that because what are you going to do when they're gone? So true. So don't feel guilty about it. As long as you're not being selfish, which you're not, I'm saying for the listeners and just be acting. I know some one woman in um, a town near where I live in New Jersey who got divorced and I think her husband cheated on her or something, but either way, she like was out, like, she's just like, go out on dates every night, like with the kids at home, like leaving with babysitters all the time. And I just feel like, that's not nice either because like that shows the kids that they're not important, I think. And they're like lower on their totem pole in terms of priorities and yeah. that. Yeah. So and you're a package deal. Yeah. Yeah. Kids. So again, I don't think, you know, I understand like not introducing them right away to somebody, but I think eventually, you know, kind of like me, when you have your kids all the time there, you really can't not, you know, introduce them or wait like a crazy amount of time, or you're really never going to get to have those relationships. That's true. No, it's a hundred percent true. And that's really good advice too. Cause I think people are somewhat, I know I am real. I haven't really been in a serious relationship yet for my kids to meet really anyone, to be honest, but I know that when, and if the time comes, I'm probably going to be somewhat reluctant, but it's good to know that, it's okay. You know, that that's part of life. I think it, you know, it all works out and there's going to be tough times in any situation. And I also think the key thing is, which you have, is that when you get along with their 
significant, you know, with their parent, their other parent, you know, your Mm -hmm. ex-husband or whatever. I mean, I just think that that makes life easier for the kids. And that was like my, my main goal in life was to make their life as easy as possible in those ways. Yeah. I feel the same way. I always said like they didn't ask for any of this. So they're the most innocent bystanders. So they have deserved to have as much normalcy and contentment as possible. Absolutely. Anyway, all right, this was fun. All right, so we will thank you for being a part of the Race for the Ring. I hope you get your ring soon. I hope I get a ring one time. Maybe at some point during this year. (laughs) That would be a good 2021. I know. Yes, I'm excited. He's a keeper, that's for sure. And you most certainly are, my dear. The gem of the gem. So I love you so much. Thank you for listening to the Race for the Ring. If you like today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death to a date. I'll catch you next week. And in the meantime, be sure to say hi and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. My handles and contacts are in the show notes. It's been my pleasure to have you along for today's dating debate. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.